When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Petition to change the music for losses. Get real sick of that fucking I'm music. Really over it. I, I'm not. I'm not here for it anymore. But we are here for you. Thank you all for joining us for the PHNX Suns post game show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five star review because it helps us out a lot. I'm Lindsay Smith. He's Gerald Borgay. He's Espo. And the Phoenix Suns fall to the Toronto Raptors, 113-104. And what really gets me about this one is even though I did not have faith in the pregame show, Mm -hmm. this was absolutely a winnable game after having watched it. It was. They had it tied with five minutes to go, and we've seen this team take over in the the clutch uh, last season. They were one of the most dominant teams of all time. (laughs) <laughs> and this year they are five and ten in the clutch and a minus twenty six overall. Clearly they're missing guys that helped them get to that record last year in crunch time. But this was a very winnable game, and it felt like they were chipping away, chipping away, despite all the turnovers that they were committing. Uh, and in the end, they just had some brutal sequences down the stretch they couldn't overcome. Yeah, I feel like this is things kind of evening out because last year's pace was ridiculous. <laughs> like yeah. there was. There were games they should have lost in the clutch last year. Mm. I feel like the pendulum swinging the other way where they probably should win some of these games in the clutch this year and they haven't. Uh it is uh it's not great, Bob. I mean, I no. don't not it, great, it's Bob. Not, it's not it's just this team is hurting in a big way and the guys that you wanted to step up and take charge just have not. <sighs> You know, I was saying that during this game while we were watching it, the and this was I'll be honest, this was at least what midway through the second quarter when I kind of brought this one up before Mm -hmm. Mikel had actually uh, knocked down a bucket. I think he he hadn't taken a single shot at that point when we were having this conversation. But it is kind of a major bummer that when you're in a situation like the Suns are right now with all these injuries that you can't even feel remotely confident of what you're going to get from Mikel and DA night in and night out. Like, I think we should be allowed to, at this point in time, rely on them for a certain number. And to me, it's like 10 and 15, 10 Mikel, DA 15 every single night, no matter what. And I feel like I just don't have confidence that we would get that from both of them. And we didn't tonight. I mean, honestly, I feel like with book and with book and Cam Johnson out, those numbers should be higher. You should be hoping for 20 from DA 15 from Mikhail, but you just, like you said, and I've been consistent on this, like neither one of these guys is a second option, a legitimate Mm -hmm. trusted second option. And that's not the end of the world when this roster is fully healthy. Cause if you have three guys in or four, honestly, Chris Paul, Cam Johnson, Mikhail Bridges, DA, who are capable of being a second option every now and then, 
you know, when they're feeling good, when they're having a great night, that's great. That's a good team right mm-hmm. there. But when one or two or three of those guys are out and you need to rely on them consistently, that's tough to do. And that's the problem tonight. Like Mikhail had a great second half. He mm-hmm. played, he had finished with 21 points, which is great. That's what you want from him on six of nine shooting. But tonight it was DA's turn to kind of regress. And he had four points on two of 10 shooting. He got doubled up in the scoring column by Christian Coloco. You're not going to win a lot of games when that happens. Yeah, if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, every Suns <laughs> fan would look like me, all right? Oh this God. is just, I, I'm sorry, but these guys, like Gerald said, are not second options. And I think we need to start moving away from having that be the mindset. Yeah. Uh, you know, because consistency is key. I mean, you become a second option because you are consistent. Uh, even even if you're only getting 20 points a game, if that's your average, uh, and you do it consistently, the problem is DeAndre's averaging like 18.9 this year, but you'll see a 31-point performance, and then you see a night like tonight. And I know they're becoming fewer and, and farther between, but they're still there. And until he doesn't do this crap on nights where you need him, uh, you can't count on him. I'm I'm just done with thinking that way, and and I'm on to the how do the Suns find a guy that can consistently be that guy? Because when they went to the finals, it was Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul isn't that guy due to age. We have to accept that. That's the reality of it. Now, is the season over by any means? No, I don't think it's over mm. uh, right now. But no, but we ain't sitting pretty. No, no. no. And and it, with every loss like this, it becomes much more difficult to put yourself in a position to have home court in this in, in this tight tightly bunched Western Conference, and you know you're sitting here and you're you're staring down the barrel of you got at least another three and a half weeks of this, if not more, without Devin Booker. Uh, and how much will guys like Campaign and Landry Shamet and and Cam Johnson when he comes back make a dent in that? Mm-hmm. Is it enough? Because the schedule is tough. So now it's about how do you tread water and you can't tread water if DeAndre Ayton and Mikhail Bridges don't consistently show up when you need them right now. Right. And, and I hate to keep hammering that point home that we've been talking about for the last few weeks because the reason that they lost this game wasn't just because DA had a bad shooting night. And it honestly, a lot of the shots that he missed were makeable shots that we've seen him make over and over again. There were a couple of hook shots in the paint. That's going to happen. Sometimes shots just aren't going to fall. Like the turnovers were the biggest reason that they lost tonight. But it's just it's frustrating when you see, you know, Chris Paul have a great game and D.A. not show up or Mikhail Bridges have a great game and and Chris Paul not show up. Like these three are like revolving. And for Chris Paul, you get it because he's 37 and he's not going to be able to wind back the clock every night. The mind is still sharp, but the body's not quite where it once was. He played a great game tonight. It's just frustrating because this is a Toronto team that, like you said, in the pregame show, had lost, what, eight of its last ten? Yeah, they were big. missing Fred Van Vliet, um, and Gary Trent shredded them again. Siakam went off, had a great game, um, and the Raptors wound up with ten more shots than the Suns because of all those turnovers. So you're giving a team that didn't shoot the ball particularly well, especially in the first half, a reason to be ahead because the math is just going to math like that if you give them the ball that much. Yeah, and their last two, perform- or last two games against Toronto, Gary Trent, Junior scored 77 points combined. (laughs) So what you're saying is we need to trade for him so he has to (laughs) no longer can go off against us? 
I mean, it might is, help. is that, that the math that, we're that only helps twice a year <laughs> yeah. because, unless he does it on your roster. But sure, <laughs> if your goal is to beat Toronto twice a year, that would be a good start. Well, you know, at least I'm trying to come up with solutions here. OK, that's more than some people can say. OK, I'm just kidding. Give me De- give me uh, Devin Booker can have uh, my groin. We can figure a groin replacement surgery. That'll help. Oh, like, no. Devin Booker coming back or them making a big trade are the two options here to magically fix this. Right. Like they're they're now two and seven without Devin Booker this year. All mm-hmm. right. That's the key here. Devin Booker is the engine that drives this sports car. It's a junker when you don't have Devin Booker out there because it makes everything harder on everybody else and nobody's stepped up to try mm-hmm. to fill any of that right now. So we got a super chat from Trevor. Thank you, Trevor, for your super chat. Said, two top 10 picks can't stay consistent. Sadly, I don't look forward to games since Book is out. Either we get blown out or we beat ourselves in the end. I mean, that's... As much as I hate to admit, at least the back half of that is absolutely, I mean, the front half is a little true too. They're not consistent right now, those two no. guys, DA and Mikel. But the back half of that, I think, stings a little bit more the fact that we beat ourselves in the end. Because that's the most frustrating part for me from tonight's game. Like I said, like we completely could have won this game, should have won this game. It was within our reach. And had we even played just like 20% better, taking care of the ball 20% better than what we did, we could have won this game. Well, it's so uncharacteristic of this team to not take care of the basketball. Uh, you know, in particular, Chris Paul, but, uh, you know, Damian Lee had a bad night there too. Like it was just, you can't win when your margin of error is so slim like this team has right now, you can't win when you shoot yourself in the foot mm-hmm. with those turnovers. Like every other category, if you would, if you left turnovers out, and I know we're going to look in the box here in a second, but if you leave turnovers out, you would have thought they won this game mm-hmm. until yeah. you see the, the turnover numbers and the points that came with them. Right. Mm-hmm. That That's the thing that kind of burns is like it, even with all the turnovers that they had committed, they were tied with five minutes to go. And then they have that sequence where Scotty Barnes, who's a 29% three-point shooter, hits a three to put the Raptors up three. DA misses a hook shot from like near the paint that he's normally money on. Craig gets called with a random offensive foul after the Suns force a miss. And then DA gets the rebound on the Raptors' possession and commits the near turnover. But then it winds up being a turnover because they get an eight-second violation. And then Christian Coloco hits the first three-pointer of his career. Like all of those things are so random and bizarre and they happen back to back to back to back. Like that's why those turnovers early in the game, you don't ever want to put yourself in a position where random shit like that can happen because you're just inviting chaos. And that's what kind of happened tonight. Yeah. And we're back to DA holding the ball low. Yeah. Well, his slapped away. His awareness on double teams is not great. They, he has one move in the paint and it's the dribble spin move. And that requires him to put the ball on the floor. And defenders are just swarming that because they know it's in the scouting report. He's, he's, I think this stretch is going to be good for him, hopefully, for him to learn how to handle doubles more because he's going to see a lot more of them with Booker out. Um, But so far, we haven't seen a ton of growth in that area. And and you would hope that he starts to pick up on that more. (laughs) 
All right, well, let's dive into the numbers a little bit more by looking inside the box. Espo, what's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> Nothing pretty. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Garbage. Uh, <laughs> we got coal for Christmas. <laughs> it is worse than a severed head. It's this mess of a box score. 27 turnovers for the Suns tonight to the 12 for the Raptors. Points off those turnovers. Uh, the Suns gave up 34 uh, points the Raptors uh, only gave up seven uh, and the field goals you see the difference the Raptors got an extra 10 shots uh, that led to an extra five makes and and that's the difference of ball game I mean look if you're giving up 34 points uh, off turnovers you're not going to win a game mm-hmm. like you're just not it, the, again the math ain't mathing in your favor there and this is a team that has to scratch and claw right now uh, for their points and, and being in these games, you again, you shot yourself in the foot. You can't overcome that. Right. And, and I can't even fault the effort because you see these guys, they are hustling. They are trying out there. Tonight it was not a lack of like, oh, we got punched in the mouth and never recovered. We mm-hmm. wilted or whatever. They they battled their way back into this game, but they just kept – it was self-inflicted wounds like you're talking about with the turnovers. You can't give a team like the Raptors that struggles on offense 10 more shots than you – um, and especially, you know, with the free throws being 26 to 23 in the Raptors' favor, you're just not doing yourself any good in that regard. You've seen Liar Liar, right? Mm-hmm. That was the, the bathroom scene where Jim Carrey's beating up himself. <laughs> that was my ass. That, it wasn't the Raptors that were punching in the mouth. They were punching themselves in the mouth tonight. <laughs> yep, that's fair. Oh, man, that's sad. That hurts my heart a little bit. <laughs> and the, the the thing, too, is that it was like, it was a team effort mm. as far as punching themselves in the mouth. Oh, yeah. It wasn't one single, guy doing it. <laughs> every yeah. single player who suited up tonight, except for Jock Landale, had a turnover. Yeah. Every That's single so one. That's so bad. That's so bad. <laughs> That's terrible. That is so bad. And only two of those guys had one turnover. Everybody else had two or more. That's nine out of ten guys committing That's a turnover. Wild. Did Monty find a way to get a turnover tonight too? Like Jock, uh, Jared Jack off the bench. Uh, does he have a turnover? He got a call turned over with the That's coaches true. challenge. Oh, there look at go. that! Dad jokes wow. for everybody. Wow. You're gonna make a hell of a father. You know that, Jared. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I'm gonna take that in stride. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but look, we've we've talked about the Suns' lack of ball handling with book and campaign <laughs> out, and it was kind of clear tonight. Like Chris Paul had six turn- turnovers. He's been uncharacteristic lately in that regard um but damian lee had five dwayne washington jr had four so it's the majority of the guys that are trusted to handle the ball right now that kind of snuck up and bit them in the ass tonight yeah all right well we do have a couple super chats uh skirt sent us a super chat thank you skirt Said the problem with DA is he can't use his left hand at all, which makes his moves limited and predictable. Yeah, that's fair. You're not wrong. <laughs> Psycho Blue sent us a super chat. Thank you for your super chat, Psycho Blue. Said Basketball Cthulhu said, with such a multitude of turnovers, this team postures as if they do not want my release. Deceivers. <laughs> Did I do it justice? Well done. Did I do well it done. justice? <laughs> At least we got one decent thing out of the evening. <laughs> There you go, Psycho Blue. Hopefully I did justice to that read for you. Um, and then Boss Baby, Boss Baby 99. Oh, man. In the building with the super chat said, Hurt Esso needed some cash since I no longer provide for the cash club. 
So here you go. Love Ooh. is love. Love it. That five dollars. We're, we're almost to three thousand. Like ass. Thank you, boss baby. Oh nine nine. Oh my gosh. I'm just gonna bring everybody in on the joke real quick in case you were not here in the pregame show. Mm -hmm. um, we in the pregame show we always talk about what bets we're making on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and Espo had mentioned that. Or maybe you mentioned it, Gerald, hmm. that we didn't know how good we had it last year mm -hmm. with the Crowder Cash Club, oh, the yeah. first field goal mm -hmm. that we ended up, like, I think collectively making a ton of money off of Espo. You specifically made like three, made, three, like, grand, three grand, off grand off of that. <laughs> That's one of the biggest L's we've taken this <laughs> year is. with Jay Crowder deciding not to show up. Is we Jay. can't bet on him in the first field goal anymore. And we have lost so much money because of it. So Espo basically said, yo. Boss man, nine nine. If you are watching this pregame show, you owe me three thousand dollars. You said that much nicer than I said. Yeah. I said you're sitting on your ass making ten million dollars oh, for doing nothing. How about sending three K my way? Is what yeah. I said. You know? So at least, at least he was willing to send you five bucks. Like that's solid. <laughs> also, shout out to whoever actually made that account just for that joke. Like yeah. you're my people. You know, it would not shock <laughs> me if Jay is petty enough to just do that mm -hmm. and, and and troll sun shows like I that. mean, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't <laughs> He's know. He's got the, the, time. the only reason I don't think that that's Jay Crowder is because it wasn't all in caps. Oh, that's true. That's the the love, love was true. in caps. That, that's, that's the only true. part though. Everything <laughs> that man permanently lives on caps lock. This is facts. <laughs> um, all right. So do you guys want to, I don't know, where do you guys want to go next with this one? We have two options. Yeah. We can name our king of the game, mm. or I can read you some ads and then name our king of the game. Can Can I answer Musab's uh, question sure. yeah. first, and then we can we can decide. Yes. Musab said, did Espo <laughs> buy turquoise glasses just to match this year's city uniforms? Uh, that's dedication. Yes, I bought topper turquoise toppers for my glasses just to match. So, yes. I don't know if that surprises any. That shouldn't surprise anybody. No, You've no. got every pair of glasses for every jersey. I got a new purple one. To come Ooh, oh, fancy! Very nice. nice. Fancy. These are the things we look forward to. Yes. Now. Well, now, I know. Now we're gonna have to that and maybe ping pong balls. It's uh, it's scary. Come back, Devin. Booker. Oh my gosh, Devin, come back. You can blame it all on the groin. Oh, God. We were wrong. Emma's and we just can't. She's like, I don't, I did not sign up for this type of a show, but okay. Emma <laughs> has like all of you guys. major secondhand embarrassment behind the she back died. right now. Devin, come yeah. back. I'll do. It's like when your parents do something really embarrassing. Like super <laughs> I am old enough to be your father. So, <laughs> so uh, you are. This is true, though. It is. Math, math works. Technically, oh, you're no. not lying. <laughs> All right, let's reset. I'm a, we're going to reset. We're going to regroup. We're going to start again. Let's try uh, again. Taking a break to tell you about our inaugural PHNX Tea Party presented by Four Peaks at Dobson Ranch Golf Course that is happening January 13th. It is a Friday. The Suns are taking on the Timberwolves. Not only will, be, will we be hosting a watch party, out there, the PHNX Suns crew, of course, will yes. be out there watching the game with you guys, doing our shows out there. But we are also renting out the entire driving range, and we want you guys to come hang out with us, with Big Drive Energy, with fellow diehards. 
You can golf, you can drink, you can eat, you can win contests and prizes, mm -hmm. you can chit chat with us, you can That's yell like at the Saul. worst part. You can come <laughs> talk to us. Uh, it's not going to be interesting, probably, but you can do it. <laughs> you can watch me play really shitty golf. That's worth go. the money. There we go. You can drink Four Peaks beer because they're going to be out there providing samples and swag and all the other things. Um, and right now, our diehard members, you guys are going to get an even bigger discount. You can get your tickets for $36. Everybody else, if you're not a diehard, you can still come and hang, but your tickets can be a smidge more expensive yeah, at 45 per person. Mm -hmm. So maybe just That's become a diehard, true. then buy your tickets. <laughs> it's just like a win-win. Also, if there's somebody on your list who you forgot to get a gift for, or you just kind of feel like, you know, maybe they outdid your gifting and you're feeling mm -hmm. a little type of way, just add this on top. Like, oh, the tickets didn't come in, but look, we're doing this too. Mm -hmm. Got Good. you back. I got you back. Tracy, ignore that. That'll be your gift. So. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> also, kids 10 and under are more than welcome to come for free. And there's a um, kids clinic that will be provided we'll, as well. We'll provide those like over the ear, like silencers that they have for whenever Saul's around. So you don't hear the yeah, curse There words. you go. <laughs> All right. So we were talking about DraftKings and uh, Jay Crowder. So let's go ahead and name our DraftKings king of the game. No, it's not Jay Crowder. Although at some point this season, we should do <laughs> no, it because it would be hilarious. That man will never be showcased on this show ever I again. I'm just saying. It would be kind of ironic. No, okay. I'm just kidding. It's going to go to Chris Paul tonight. Chris Paul is our draft king, king of the game. He finished with 20 points, 12 assists, 5 rebounds. He was 6 of 12 from the field. It's a good game from Chris Paul. And the picture he's shouting, why didn't you show my turnovers on this graphic? <laughs> I had six of those. Because we don't want to. <laughs> six. Six. Right. I was right. Six yeah. turnovers. Yeah. Still a two to one assist turnover ratio, but not <laughs> ideal for a guy who's the point god. Um, what's a level below a god right now? Like, demigod? A, a yeah, he's a point demigod point right demigod. now. Oh, man. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm revoking the god status until we get it on multiple games. Oh, if dear. you keep showing up every other, you're a demigod right now. I mean, it's just with age. I'm sorry. You yeah, know, it's just the point. I mean, he did have 20 and six last game. Like Fine. he was. One you're a god with... today, but every time you fail, you become a demigod. I'm oh, sorry. It's oh, just man. the way we're rolling. That's rough. Poor thing. We have no deities on this team other than Booker. We ain't got a whole lot right now, that's for sure. You no. Listen, don't kick us while we're down. What we already don't I have say, a whole lot. Except you're welcome. Oh, God. That's a demigod <laughs> reference. There He's going go. oh, Moana. No. He's sung twice Has tonight this on the show. A musical? So what was, is this a musical now? Is this a sing-along? Is it? We, like, I have haven't sung at all. I think you guys are having brain um, aneurysms. Look, it... It is what it is right now. The Suns are in a tough spot. We need them to be like playing 500 basketball without Devin Booker. And so far, they're not. They've now lost, what is that, 11 of their last 16 games. They're going to lose playoff positioning. They're going to fall into yeah. that play-in section if this continues. Um, and you hope that once everyone's healthy, they can chip away at that and just be healthy for the playoffs. Because I still think that if this team is healthy with all of these other guys that are having to step up and play more minutes that could help them down the road if they get healthy. But that's just the big if, and it's something we really have no control over. Um, and that's the frustrating part, is I still think this is a good team when they're fully healthy. Will they get there? I don't know. I hate to let you know this, but they've fallen into playing. The Kings have now passed oh, no. them. 
by percentage oh, no. win percentage points. <laughs> oh, the no. Kings have a I 545 win percentage. Yeah, they're and seventh. the Suns have a 541. So they the are, Suns are seventh. They're closer to falling out of a play-in spot to the eleventh spot. They're three games ahead of the Timberwolves in the eleventh spot than they are to the number one spot, which is the Pelicans three and a half games ahead. I mean, so. they're only four four games ahead of OKC and four and a half ahead of the Lakers. That's 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 both encouraging and worrisome. It's encouraging because they're only three and a half games behind the one seed. Like they can, if they just play 500 basketball, they can make a run at higher playoff seeding again. But if they don't, they could very well fall out of this thing by February. And you got to hope a couple or, you know, two, three, even four of these teams in the West don't get hot around the same time that you're struggling here Mm -hmm. because that could change the game completely, Mm. you know? And, and look, if you wind up in the play-in in the seven seed, it's not the end of the world. Because mm-hmm. You just got to win one at home, and then you're you're into a playoff series. I right. Mean, it's not the end of the world, but it's not where you want to be. And that's the thing is, like, at this point, we saw the Warriors last year win a title as the three seed in the West with 53 wins, I think, something like that. Like, you look at who's ahead of them in the West, there are some bad matchups for sure. Like, the Pelicans, the Grizzlies, teams that attack the offensive class, those are bad matchups. But nobody in the West is a heavy favorite to win this conference. Nobody has separated themselves from the pack the way that the Suns did or should have in the playoffs last year. Like, no matter what position you end up with, as long as you're healthy, I think the Suns have a chance against any of these teams. The problem is, like, they need to get there, and yes, having home court would definitely be a help for this but group. we saw a seventh game at home and saw how mm-hmm. that turned out last year, so maybe it isn't as big of a factor as yeah. as we think, and it's just, are you healthy, and are you are you firing on all cylinders at the right time? I mean, that really, I'd rather see a slump like this now than, uh, than April, you know, March and April, and, like, we kind of saw last year where they they had some injuries and kind of started to falter down the stretch and it bled into the playoffs. Right. Get out of your system now if you're going to do it. So We have a couple, another super chat. Um, but before we get into that super chat, I do have to remind you guys um, that if you have not downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app, highly recommend you do that. Uh, make sure you sign up with the code PHNX, though, because – when you sign up with that code, you can place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Did your bet hit tonight? You had DA I had under block, DA right? DA under blocks, and I don't believe he had no, one. No, he didn't get one. Cha-ching! Look at that. <laughs> I was really upset. Because mine didn't hit, even though I technically was betting against the Suns in a way. Mm-hmm. I took um, exactly a two-point bucket from the Raptors for the first field goal of the game. Mm-hmm. It was close. They were there. Yeah. They just <laughs> didn't make it. And yeah. then the Suns ended up heading down and getting that first field goal two-point bucket. They so. did. We need the Price is Right sounder. Yeah, I, I do want to address a couple comments in the chat because I feel like the chat's running amok right now. Um, we had one about pure denial, how awful this team is. Another Jay Crowder impersonator here. We're not in denial. Like The team is not great right now, but they're also missing four regular rotation guys. They still haven't done a Jay Crowder trade. So it's hard to judge where this team is going to be come playoff time yeah. compared to right now. And B... 
like someone said, we need to bench Chris Paul. For what? For who? Who yeah. are you going to play over Chris Paul Dwayne right now? Dwayne Washington Jr. had like, 31 points. What the other are we night. doing here? Uh, look, I, it, <laughs> we're in denial. I mean, look, we're saying it's bad that they could fall uh, into that uh, that abyss of, of the standings right now. Right. But we also know when the starting five played together, they're 6-1 this year. Mm. So if guys come back healthy, a big if. Uh, and and a matter of when, you'll have to see. But th- the biggest thing to me still is you have trades to make, mm-hmm. and that could seismically change everything. You hope. here. I mean, <laughs> I mean, even if it's not a like a star that you bring in, just a shakeup on a roster can can change things in a mentality. And maybe we're at a point where they just need something different. Maybe it, it something needs to shake free because this consistency wasn't the right thing for the locker room. There's all all sorts of factors that play out. It, it's December thirtieth. Mm. If we're sitting at you know after the All Star break and the trade deadline, and they're still playing like this. Yeah, then you could start to feel like, hey, maybe all hope is lost at at that point because you're past the ability to make changes on your roster. But I need to see what moves are made. Yeah, you can fully acknowledge that this team right now is not a good basketball team and still understand that, hey, when they get guys back, like two of their top four or five players, depending on how you view Cam Johnson, like they're going to be better than they are right now. That's just the, it's just the long and short of it. Um, so I don't know. I I just feel like there's a it's split right now in the chat. There's 50% who are on the more glass half full and 50% who are on the more glass half empty sort right. of side of this. Right. And I can't blame situation. you if you're glass half empty right now cuz it doesn't look good. We said on a post game show a few nights ago like for everything that it will take to win a title this year, there's a lot of things that have to go the Suns' way. They have to make a good trade. They have to get healthy. They have to stay healthy. They have to get some favorable playoff matchups based on the seeding they're about to lose over these next couple of weeks. There's a lot that has to go right. My point is like to say that we're in denial about it is dumb because we've acknowledged all the things that are problematic right now. My point is like this Suns that we're seeing right now is not the Suns that they are. Look, I'm a glass half empty guy. Mm. I mean, unfortunately, that's just my personality. And I look at this that unless th- there's there's roster moves, mm-hmm. I think the championship window is closed right now. It could just be. Just based on the way that this group looks and, and the way it looked at certain times. We haven't seen uh, internal growth, but that doesn't mean I'm just like, oh, well, tank for Wembenyama right now. <laughs> right. There, there's, there's levels to this, as you like to say. And, and right now I'm like, hey, there's still a playoff team. And once you get in, Things can break your way. I, I'm, I want to see them still try to win as many games as possible. This right. isn't a this isn't a cardinal situation where you're going to play some guy you signed 16 days ago as starting quarterback. Like we're not at we're not at all hope is lost. Fire everybody, burn the ship down, and hope you get a high draft pick. Uh, you know, maybe I get there in February, but I'm not there right now. So, like, I get where you're coming from, but. I wonder if maybe like, because it seems like everyone who who is in the glass half full kind of camp is like, we still have a long season ahead of us. There's still potential to make moves and, you know, go further in the playoffs. I wonder if, and this is, I'm not trying to speak for anybody, but I wonder if they just want a good, not 
not just want a good season, mm-hmm. right? The goal is always to win a championship, mm-hmm. but would be okay going deep into the playoffs. Not not okay. You know what I'm saying, right? Like I think that it would still be a good season. Expectations have shifted. Yes. From and maybe title. everyone who's glass half empty is like, it is a championship or this is a garbage ass season. Yeah. Yeah. And and I get that, but look, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but if they don't make a trade to to bring in some help, they're not going to be able to do it in the off season. So if you're worried right now about that it's being bad, I'm looking at both what they can do the rest of this year and how they can set themselves up for success next year because if they don't make moves with these expiring contracts, you're going to have a 7 million dollar exemption and a biannual exception exemption that you're going to have to try to figure out how to make this thing tick right now. Uh so so there's there's all sorts of things at play right now. Kyle B said, with how stressed us Suns fans are, that glass has alcohol in it. LOL. <laughs> so, it does, so, so I'm, either, I'm either half drunk or about to be fully drunk. Is that what I we're guess saying? So. And you all should hope two. it's half full. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I just, I'm not, I'm not ready to call this game a complete wash. Or this season, I mean, a complete wash. I'm not ready to say that we need to be tanking or anything of that sort. Because listen, even if we tanked with our luck, we still wouldn't get a top pick in this year's draft we would end up with right. like eight we've we've been in the lottery before and we've seen lottery misses and yeah. lottery miss picks as far as where we're selecting we don't need that I'm, shenanigans back in our life no try telling devin booker that you you want to go back to the lottery when he has two top 10 picks on his roster and, and i'm dragon bender Josh oh, Jackson. God. Yeah. No, you, must I, I Marquise Chris? Must I keep going on? Right. And the draft ain't as, as sexy as everybody likes to think it is, too. Yeah. And I know this is a loaded draft class, but like, come on. They'd have to do a significant amount of losing between now and then and have a lot of guys hurt for them to fall into that that category. Um, also, no, they should not bench Mikhail Bridges either. Like, what what are we doing here, guys? Come I'd on. I'd be all right Let's if they gave Mikhail a night off. We're spiraling. We are spiraling, spiraling, (laughs) snowballing. It's rough. Okay, we have a couple more super chats. Um, The first one from Trevor. Thank you, Trevor, again. Says, has CP lost some muscle? Mid-range shot has been short. I think it's just 37-year-old legs and not having the separation or the burst that he used to. And also the shoulder thing. Like, I I don't know if his shooting has... He's he's been great as a catch-and-shoot three-point guy this year. Um, but I think when you're having to do it off the dribble, it's a little bit different dynamic. I think it's time for Chris to eat a cheeseburger. I'm just saying. A cheeseburger. Oh, man. <laughs> I think Chris Paul is not in the best shape that he's been in throughout his career. Mm. Um, partly, I think he came in a little bit not fully in shape. Mm. And then the injury, I think, set that yeah. back a little bit. Well, yeah, like we talked so, about, when I feel it's like a that's foot. A, yeah. Yeah, you can't do much. Right, exactly. Right. So I feel like those two things might be the culprit there. But I don't know that I would say he needs to not be a vegan. Yeah, I was just, that's that's no. What, but I've I seen that kidding. a lot. Like, I, I know you're kidding, but I've seen that a lot. He's Everyone's like, hey, like, give that man a steak. He's not like, getting so the steroids fine. that are in the beef, and right. that's yeah. oh, no. <laughs> it, it, the kale is like his spinach for Popeye. Like that's what powers him. Exactly. No, okay. McHale is his. We got one from Mike B. Mike B. Thank you for your super chat. Said Happy New Year's, guys. Love y'all. Hope everyone is safe and blessed this weekend. Not trying to make this a trade post, but any deal for Pascal would involve DA, wouldn't you think? 
then said Lynn Smith for MVP, LOL. Oh, man. Okay. If I didn't see it, I would have thought you have made I that book. You had me till that last one. make it up. I swear. Mike, Thank take you, Mike. that somewhere else. We'll take the 10 bucks. Yes. We'll take that Lynn Smith for MVP somewhere else. Yes, thank you, Mike B. Um, She's missed too much time this season to be considered. Oh, please. We're like at the same level. Look, I mean... Pascal would be great on the Suns, like we said in the pregame show. He's been playing like a superstar lately in December. He's averaging insane numbers. Um, it would take a lot to get him from the Raptors. I, I think people make the mistake of thinking, oh, the Raptors have lost a lot of games recently. They're just going to blow it up. Not necessarily. They still have a young core, well, even though things aren't tonight. going well. Yeah, we helped them tonight. <laughs> um, so I don't know. And if you did trade DA for Pascal in some type of deal, A, he would have to approve it. Yeah. And B, like then you're looking at a dearth of options on the center market. You would have to make another trade for a starting caliber center. Um, Cause as much as I love jock and biz, I don't know that you're going to win a title with either of them starting at center. And I don't think Pascal can do it either. You so. have a dearth. So you'd be in search of some girth underneath the basket. <laughs> God bless. All right. I, I'm trying here. Jude. Lord have mercy. I'm trying to help you out here. Lord have mercy. <laughs> lordy, lordy. Okay. We have another super chat. This one's from Doug note. I'm just going to call it, I'm going to say Doug. Uh, said, Dignolic one. <laughs> there you go. DeAndre Ayton is who we thought he was, a beta male. Luca Booker would have meant no Chris Paul, Luca slash Booker, so them as a tandem, mm. would have meant no Chris Paul trade and a title contender for next 10 years at least. The title window is closed. One, I really hate that term. Um, oh, yeah. And then two, like, let it go. I'm not trying to be mean about this, but like it is what it is. We don't have the 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 time machine to go back in time and make a difference. Like we are years removed from this draft. Like it's time for us to move on. Like we just have to. I disagree. What? Well, how I do. Can we, why, how, I, what look, does it do stewing over this though? It doesn't what does it do, do any good. Us? But Lindsay, like every draft, every team in the NBA has draft what ifs that their fan base constantly talks about, and when it involves a number one pick. And you pass up on a guy who's going to go down as an all-time great. I understand it. I understand why people are sick of talking about it. And no, I don't think we should point to that after every bad game that DA has or every great game that Luca but has. But that's what we do. But that's what fans are going to do when you whiff on what should have been a no-brainer number one pick. Okay, that's just okay, what's going to happen. Okay, but we're not the only ones who whiffed on the no-brainer I'm not one, saying that we are. I'm pick. not saying that we are, but they had first dibs at a guy who would have been generational no. alongside Devin Booker, and I understand why people don't let it go. That's what fans do. Every fan base has draft what-ifs that they constantly bring up. We still talk about the fucking coin toss, and oh, that yeah. was 50 years ago. But not every ago. single day. <laughs> we literally they talk about this every because single day. Because Luca is going out there posting 60 point triple doubles and DA is getting doubled oh up in the God. scoring column by Christian Coloco. Okay. I get why fans are upset about it. I'm not saying that they should do it every single time, but I'm also not going to bag on them for doing that because it's glaringly obvious what should have happened. Yeah, but if we want to live in that vacuum, I can still play the what if game that what if, and I think this would have been true, that he and, and Book would not have gotten along. I don't along. agree with that. But Book you can't know about for sure. Okay. Of course I don't. But I'm. But if he's allowed to have his opinion, so am I. I know. And I'm but... saying that Book likes winning. Book wants to win. If you put a guy who is averaging a 30-point triple-double this season alongside Book, yeah. I don't think he's going to be like, but... you know what? I'm not going to take this max fucking contract that you're giving me because the other guy is slightly better than me. Book likes having the ball. 
book doesn't no, he like doesn't. to deal with bullshit. He's played next to Chris Paul. Yeah, but he's he gets ha- the ball. What I'm saying is he'd still get Luca's, the ball next Luca, to Luca. Luca's game is predicated on him taking a high volume of shots a lot of times. Yeah, because the best player he's played next to has been Kristaps Porzingis. I'm di- like, if I'm you saying Devin you, Booker is not Jalen Brunson. I'm just saying you can't, if you play the what if game, it's like the butterfly effect, right? Yeah. The butterfly flaps its wing on one coast. There's a, there's a, you know, hurricane on another. Like if, if you don't, if you, if you draft Luca, you never get CP3. Do you make the finals run? What happens with him and book? What does the draft look like? Do you still have, uh, do you still have, uh, but you hear Igor how this is Kukoshkov? coping, right? You hear how this is coping, like no, with a it. clear mistake I, that and, shouldn't. And I've sat here saying how, that they were wrong. I guess my question is, is like, how long do we need to cope before we have accepted what it, what it is, what it is? You're, this is the type of mistake and draft what ifs like this are pretty common. They don't go away ever. They're always something that fans will want to talk about. Okay, let's always. trade DA for Luca. We can fix this. Sure. I'll figure it out. <laughs> and look, this is not even a knock on DA either. I think he's going to be a great young player. Um, I don't think he's an all-star this season, but I think he has the potential to be an all-star in his career. The problem is that Luca is just that much better than everybody else from his draft class, and the Suns had a chance at him. And I get that it's frustrating to keep bringing this shit up every time, but like, it's going to happen. And if we're, if we're if we have to cope with missing out on a potential all-time great, we're also going to have to cope with the fact that it's going to keep coming up. Oh, I, I know. Jacob in the chat said forever. We're going to talk about this forever. And we Ariel's we like, are. we're never not going to talk about <laughs> no, it. You know what? I think great. We will, I'm I, so excited. I think we'll talk wait. about it this way until DA is no longer on the Suns roster. Or until yeah. they win a title. Every, because every time DA shits the bed, mm-hmm. it automatically bad. triggers people into... Luca could have been here. Look what he did X game last game or tonight or whatever it is. That's the problem mm-hmm. is anytime DA has a bad performance in a Suns uniform, that's going to be where a lot of people go. And we have to accept that if DA is no longer in this roster, I think it becomes less. You still talk about it as one of the greatest what ifs or the, one of the biggest whiffs in Suns draft history. But I think the the frequency at which you discuss it after a game changes dramatically at that point or if they win a title yes if they win a title then that can be like a light version of the mj hakeem thing like yes da is not a mvp defensive player of the year like all nba selection every year in and year out but the rockets are never slandered for taking hakeem because a he was fantastic and b they won two titles without him like the suns need to win a title at least one with da for us to not be slandered for this forever. We, we are much closer to DA no longer being part of this franchise I agree. than we are to the Suns winning a title with DA on this roster right now. I, I think it's like even. I don't I think it depends. I, I think it shifts <laughs> depending on it shifts on from day. night to night. Yeah. Yeah. Literally the day. It does. <laughs> All right. Uh one more super chat, then an ad break, and then another super chat. I know um Brandon Mitchell, you sent this super chat a while ago. We're going to get to it, I promise you. But real quick, Trevor sent us another one, said, what if we got Trey? Would that fix our point guard situation? Trey, yes? Trey, no? I mean, I would love Trey. Like, he's a defensive liability, and there have been some concerns about, you know, how he rubs teammates or coaches the wrong way, all that kind of stuff. His coach wants to quit. His coach literally (laughs) wants to quit. Um, But Trey and Book would be an unstoppable duo. I, You know, the Hawks aren't just going to give him up 
like they're going to get rid of their coach and tinker on the edges before they just trade Trey. So I don't know if that's a a thing that'll even come up. And is that question Trey now, or if we had gotten Trey in that draft? I think those are two oh, very different the, different ways to look. I mean, at in it the too. draft, that would have been great because he could have been indoctrinated into Monty's system. He and Book would have been unstoppable, yeah. growing alongside each other. Like that would have been fantastic. Um, yeah, I kind of read that one a little wonky. Yeah. He said that would have fixed our point. Okay, right? gotcha. Yeah, that was yeah. Um, okay, quick, quick ad break, real quick. <laughs> Tell you guys about more furniture. Okay, listen, we were talking today. Every time we are in this studio, no matter what time of day the game is, <laughs> come midway through the third <laughs> quarter, my eyes. No matter how great of a game it is, either mm. my eyes get a little heavy. It's gonna be fun at three thirty or like one thirty on. We all Monday. start yawning yeah. just a little bit. Today was. Flippin' brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Gerald yawned, I yawned, Espo yawned. I yawned, Gerald yawned, Espo yawned, I yawned, Gerald. It literally, <laughs> it for like an entire quarter straight, we were just trading yawns. Yeah. But what it is, I think we finally figured out what it is. Mm-hmm. It's the more furniture recliners over there. And I'm not even saying this just for the ad no, read portion of this. I'm being genuine with you guys because in our old office, before we had more furniture recliners, I didn't have this problem. When we're at home, if I'm sitting in my chairs that are not more furniture, I don't have this problem. (laughs) But when I am in here and I'm in those recliners, every single game, Mm -hmm. I need to like get up and stand behind them, (laughs) stretch, do some jumping jacks or something. They're so comfortable. They are. Like so comfortable. I'm staring at the old torturous chair that we still have. I know have those in things here. are those <laughs> things are killer. My butt hurts just looking at that thing. More yes. furniture, uh, make sure that that doesn't happen. Yes, I, so, that should be their tagline. Your ass won't hurt when you use more furniture. Honestly, that's not a bad tagline because at least you know it's it's true one and it's catchy. Like it's it's eye catching too. Forget it. it is. That's right. So if you guys are in the market for some new furniture, our friends over at morefurniture.com have you covered. And right now you can get free white glove delivery with a minimum purchase of $1,999. So make sure you check them out. Also, if you're looking for something fun to do this uh, holiday weekend before we have to officially go back to like, quote unquote, normalcy, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're out of the in-between time. Uh, but you want to get in maybe one fun thing. I would recommend Octane Raceway or Mavericks. Mm-hmm. It's a blast. Yeah. We've we've done uh, employee outings over there. Every single time we have a great time. They've got the um, indoor like racetrack, the mm-hmm. go-kart racing, mm-hmm. which is a blast. Mm-hmm. And then at um, their other location, they have the bowling alley. They've got arcade games. They've got good food. great food, really mm-hmm. good drinks. Um, they even have like a little trophy stand where like you yeah. can like take pictures with whoever you're racing against mm-hmm. in uh, first, second, or third place, which is kind of fun. Don't hit into other racers. I get yelled at. Yeah, you, know. you will get in trouble <laughs> for that. They've got a ton of televisions, so if you're wanting to watch some games, you can always check that out as well. They've got meeting and event space. So like us, we had a meeting there, mm-hmm. and then we spent some time hanging out. So it's perfect for uh, businesses as well. So highly recommend you guys check out Octane Raceway and Maverick. And, uh, you know, the best thing about them is they have daily specials too. So let me see. What do we have this weekend? So Saturday and Sunday, we got 50% off signature bowling before noon. So you get there early, you beat the crowds. Maybe you celebrate New Year's with your kids earlier in the day. Then you tuck them in and then you can celebrate with your significant other later in the evening. 
You know, it's a, a there you go. I just planned your whole day. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. She's going to charge you if you actually do that. <laughs> I'm an event bill. coordinator. See? <laughs> okay. Let's get to this last super chat. Brandon, thank you for patiently waiting for us to talk about your super chat. They sent us a $9.99 super chat and said, okay, so y'all just going to ignore the officiating staff tonight? It was bull how many bad calls and missed calls they had. Oh, let's let's do the Hashtag look at the numbers. Uh, sorry to burst your bubble, but <laughs> the Raptors had more fouls than the Suns tonight, 22 to 17. I get that there were some egregious calls when it came to the delay of games with with the ball and stuff. That, that was were, weird. You know, that was very weird. Some of the physicality <laughs> stuff, but look. This happens night in, night out. There's crappy calls everywhere in the NBA. I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but it's it's not some vendetta against the Suns. The you refs sure just suck that? in the NBA. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm just The kidding. refs I'm just, just suck in the NBA. That's what it is. No, but mm. I will agree as far as officiating goes as a whole. There needs to be a conversation mm. between mm. the league, Adam Silver, and every single official out there because – it's not just us, you guys. We've seen this happen. Teams top to bottom. And yes, everyone every season is going to complain to an extent about officiating. Mm -hmm. It is quite literally a part of the game at yeah. this point. Yeah. However, this year, I don't know if it's because I'm paying far more attention to it or if it actually has gotten way worse to where it's catching more people's attention. These officials, you want to talk about somebody being soft. These officials are soft. I'm sorry, but if you're throwing star players out of games because your feelings are hurt, <laughs> get a different job. Get them. Period. Get them. Like, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but straight up, you cannot throw your star players in this league out of games. You can't toss them when people come to pay money and watch them. They're not watching you. Were they Let not them taught talk the a little bit of shit. They're the what? I'm just saying, this is getting on my nerves, okay? And I, I'm just talking about just specifically from a tech perspective. Mm. Who got text tonight for what? You can't pass a ball to a ref anymore without getting tech. Uh -huh. You can't put the ball on the ground anymore. What the F are we supposed to do? You saw Chris Paul literally grab the ball, like straight up grab the ball and walked it over to the official to avoid getting a tech. Like, is, this is this what you're supposed to do? Is this how you avoid getting a tech? Is that the only option that we have? Can we blow like, your knee in the middle of it too? Can we clip this? You this guys. is the first official Lindsay rant that I've ever seen. I'm so tired of it. It is so annoying. Like it is so annoying, and it's and it's from it's league wide. Mm. That's the thing. It's yeah. every team is dealing with something like this, but it is getting to the point where I'm just like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> nobody came here to watch you blow a whistle. <laughs> they didn't. That's why I. That's why I pay a hundred dollars a ticket to go see the refs make some shitty calls. I can't tell whether the tears in her <laughs> eyes are like from laughing or from like being I'm that just worked so up. Angry. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> just replace them with robots already. Oh we, do we not goodness. have that technology? <laughs> oh, man. I think it's because I'm laughing so that hard. That was epic. I just the fact that the one time that I went on a full-on rant 
officials. Virtually unprovoked. What a super chat. That man earned. That super chat earned its 9.99. There you go, Brandon. I know it took a while to get to your super chat, but hopefully, hopefully that was worth it. Oh man. I don't even know where do we go from here. I think I blew up my knee trying to get up after. Felt a pop and just kind of slid back into the chair. I think you need on my foot and I didn't even feel it because I was so transfixed by what the fuck was happening. Yeah, I can't even. Oh, man. I broke myself. Yeah. (laughs) I got so worked up there. You really did. I've never seen that side of you before. Maybe Um, I just needed to get it off my chest. You carried some holiday stress over there, ladies. Man. Well, I mean, I did miss like three holiday celebrations. That was a full calendar year's worth of of pent up rage unleashed in our last show before 2020. I'm just amazed it didn't come directed at us. (laughs) It went to the ref. So. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Okay. So yeah, that was the super chat. Um the question I was gonna ask before Espo gave us a very clear demonstration on how players should deliver balls back to referees right. was wrong answers only. What should you do in that situation? How do you get the ball back to the ref? I think you I have to know. FedEx it now. You uh, can't. You have, is it the official it sponsor be, of the de- NBA it has to be delivered, to signed for every time now. Oh man! <laughs> or there needs to be an intermediary. Maybe there's maybe there's a guy you have to hand the ball to who then can bring it to the ref since they can't. The players and refs apparently can't coexist right now. Yeah, man, that was strange. Oh, my goodness gracious, y'all! I'm I'm hot, it's hot. now. It's hot I just got now. myself on a whole rant for what I don't know, but. The temperature rose um, in here for the last five minutes. It did. And I, my voice, I went up like 10 octaves. You did. Octaves. <laughs> it got real aggressive there. Okay. So I do have a few fun things for you guys to kind of close out this show. Obviously, okay. this is our last show of the 2022 calendar year. So I put together a little game. I'll be honest with you. I kind of phoned this one in. It was kind of a half-assed game. So please stay tuned and watch. But, but it is... This person did X, and okay. you have to guess which the person is. Okay. So this is their their resume from twenty twenty two. No, kinda? it's just moments. Okay, it's just, just moments. moments. Okay. All right. It could be players. It could be people. It's all in conjunction with the Suns, though. Okay. okay. Like it is Suns related personnel. Okay. Okay. Uh, should I give you an easy one first or a hard one first? Are we buzzing in? Let's, or are we let's just... go with an I easy one. I think you guys one. could work together. Okay, okay we were allowed. To okay, work together. I'll do with an easy one. This person called all of us here on the show and our viewers dickheads. Uh, that was Jock yeah, Landale. Landale. That was uh, he Jock also Landale. called one of us a clown. That's too. true. <laughs> Just one, though. I think that was Gerald. <laughs> that was probably me. <laughs> Jock Landale, that was a fun moment uh, here in 2022. We had him in the studio. He mm, called yes. us all dickheads. Mm-hmm. He poked fun at us. We played a much better game that time. Yep. Um, it was a good time. So, okay, you guys got one. I'm proud of you. He also okay, called himself there. a dickhead later. Yes, he, he did. did. Later in the season. We just were previewing what was to come. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this person got lost while walking in a that's, circle. That's me. <laughs> that was what? me in Vegas. Espo, Espo oh, that's right. Got lost on the concourse I this year. <laughs> And ran into Joe Lacob. <laughs> oh my god! Light years ahead. <laughs> also, I'm really sorry for everyone listening with headphones and hearing me cough this whole time. <laughs> okay, so we got two. That's uh-huh. good. Okay, mm-hmm. this person 
lost hearing from getting hit with a food. Just for a short amount of time, not long term, but for a short amount of time, this person lost hearing from getting hit with food. Gerald, did you lose hearing when you got hit with the tortilla? Is that you? I don't think so. I, I definitely I, wasn't me. I, I'm guessing food doesn't hit me in the ears. Got Saul? hit with the tortilla. I want to guess Saul. Yeah, we'll go Saul. Saul? Yeah, All that's right. right. Saul claimed <laughs> to have lost hearing when I smacked him in the face with a tortilla. Yeah. And I'd do it again. She smacked him hard. <laughs> the rest of us were no. just like being nice. No. And then Lindsay comes full no. extension. Whop! I watched the video today when I pulled that. Saul <laughs> smacked me hard. Did he? I was gentle. <laughs> Did he? Saul was like full on, like <laughs> let loose. Okay. I filmed this. I remember oh. it exactly. <laughs> Saul went hard and then started, and then everyone else was going soft. And mm. then I picked up a, tor a tortilla and I went to Gerald and I was like, no, this is how you have to do it. And yeah. Like, I hit you really oh, that's hard. right. So she I, whapped I me. Yeah, I did it. You really are. <laughs> no, but in that photo, when Lindsay hit the shit out of Saul, <laughs> he turned around and broke that glass. You remember? Yes, that's right. That's true. I wasn't the like, only was one like, to I lost my hearing. Like, my, my ears are ringing. <laughs> All right, this player, I'll give you a hint on this one because it's harder, right? Okay. This player. Player or player? Player. Okay. Made a kid cry. Made a kid cry? Mm-hmm. This player made a kid cry. To be fair, they all made us cry uh, on at game it seven. It was caught on camera. It was caught on camera, him yes. making a kid cry? Uh-huh. Shit. Um... I'm thinking Change your either... perspective. Change your perspective. Oh, in a good way. I'm there guessing. you go. Oh. Uh, well, now I'm more inclined to guess book, but. Yeah. Book. That might be too obvious. It's book. All right. We did Remember it. when they were able to let this young <laughs> oh, little guy yeah. come over oh, yeah. to the bench and he got right. to give book a hug. Yeah. yeah. When I Cole was fast on his way over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I checked. He wasn't actually doing yeah. that. Yeah. That was a cute one. See, that yeah. was a little bit harder. Tricked okay. you on that one. Tricked you on that one. That was one. a good moment. Okay. Uh, this person had family who conspired with PHNX crew so we could all laugh. Gerald Borgay. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Gerald Borgay, uh, his parents hit up Saul to get that Girth logo. Welcome to Girth logo. And they made T-shirts out of it. And it was really cute. Mother Girth. They did. And uh, what was your dad's? I don't remember was it Save Our Girth? Save Our Girth. Yeah, yeah they, Save Our Girth and Mother Girth. They showed Girth. me the shirts when I went home for the holidays. That was great. That was a good one. <laughs> All right. And then this player got even more in touch with the Phoenix community. Uh, that would be Cam Johnson with his lemonade stand. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good guess, but no. But no. <laughs> um, it was more recent. That was a good guess, though. I mean, this one's very vague. It could I be know, like literally everyone. I feel like Campaign did a couple of events recently. Nope. I'm looking for one specific thing. One specific thing. And we have not highlighted it on the show yet that I'm aware of. Oh. Mikhail Bridges? Mm -mm. Tori Craig? Mm -mm. Anybody on the roster? Chris Paul. I don't know. DeAndre. Devin Booker. Oh, come oh, on. Come you on. can't Booker go again. Book again. Listen, I told you I half-assed this game. That <laughs> should have been, like, easy from you the jump. You should have joined a yeah. lowrider club. No. Did, this is no. what he did. It's very We vague. have not talked about this moment on this show that I'm aware of yet. We haven't. But I do want to give props to Devin. He went to uh, South Phoenix and got together with a group of people who I don't think they even knew he was coming. He just showed up out of the blue like a car club, um, people who are just really enjoying that uh, cultural sort of 
part of their culture. Mm. And I just thought that was super dope. I've never seen an athlete mm. in Phoenix that I'm aware of at least just show up to these things the way that Devin does, especially in South Phoenix. Mm. I'm just going to say this. I love book, but was was this more of a like a soft flex? Like, look how cool my car is. Because but that's he what, didn't bring the car. No, so. but that's what you do at these events. <laughs> He's like, you take your car, you guys talk about it, you have a good time, mm-hmm. you enjoy the same hobby. Okay, you share the same passion. He's still going. Mine's better than yours. So. I mean, maybe <laughs> when he rolls up. <laughs> I mean, anywhere that Devin Booker shows up to is going to be a, a soft flex at the very minimum because Devin no. Booker's there. He yeah. did, it, that was really cool though. They made him an honorary member of the club and those kind of kind of things and with book sometimes these players do this stuff and you feel like oh this was a pr uh person that told uh, him to go out there right. and cameras just happen to be there this seemed very genuine because it was just you know you know he loves that you know and i it mm-hmm. felt genuine like it wasn't some planned oddly rehearsed thing wasn't wearing any sun's garb wasn't anything like that so and i did i don't know really exactly everything about the event but jose said it was um arizona lowriders it's a family event barbecue and show Mm -hmm. which is like that's a cool event to Mm -hmm. to roll up on could you imagine like that would be the coolest event or the coolest day Mm -hmm. especially for all the kids because there were so many kids there and he posted a whole bunch of cute pictures and videos on his uh, Instagram as Devin well. Devin Booker's never rolling up to any of my events. He's like, hey, I heard that you're uh, making hamburgers by yourself in the backyard. <laughs> Want to hang? Like, <laughs> That's like the coolest event I hold. So. Oh, my goodness. Okay. um, Two more things and then one final thing. So three things. Yeah? <laughs> two more right. things the and math then one is final mathing. thing? Okay. Yeah? Okay. Right. Underdog Fantasy. It's a heck of a lot of fun. Mm. Underdog Fantasy is a huge hit here at PHNX. Mm. We even have a show dedicated to it that mm. you guys can watch, get tips, tricks, and talk about all types of fun things on the Underdog Fantasy app. It does daily fantasy sports different. And the best part of it, in my opinion, is there is no commitment. Um, if you want to commit, that's great. You could definitely do that on the Underdog Fantasy app. But if you just want to like get your toes wet, you can do that you don't too. have to marry the app exactly <laughs> so it's really easy to get started go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app sign up with the legal. promo code phnx and underdog will match your first deposit up to 100 so make sure you are taking advantage of that extra 100 that underdog wants to give you to play uh daily fantasy sports on the underdog fantasy app also illegal peas out of again i already told you guys what you should be doing this weekend but there, I gave you early morning and then I gave you late night. So somewhere in the middle, you got to eat some food, right? Mm. Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's is where you should go this weekend to get some food. They have fantastic Mexican food, bowls, tacos, salads, burritos, nachos. They have a full bar and custom cocktails and beers. So a, pretty much everything you could ask for. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they have the strongest margaritas around. Yeah, they, I heard they, Are they can, really good. They can bench press 350. What? <laughs> Damn. The dad jokes keep rolling. Uh, if you guys go to Illegal Pete's and you get one of those really strong margaritas, send me a picture of it bench pressing. I would like to see that. It's um, actually, it's a glass full of steroids. That's how oh strong God. it is. Oh God. <laughs> We're really excited to have Illegal Pete's here as a part of our PHNX family. Check out their location off of Mill in Tempe. Plus, right now, when you purchase $100 in gift cards, they'll throw in a $25 gift card on the house. Also, be on the lookout for a few 
informal happy hours with our PHNX Sun Devils crew. They just, they're there all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you just show up, it's an informal happy They're likely going to be there. They're just, they're eating and drinking there. That so. sounds about right. Yeah. Okay, now the last thing, right? The mm -hmm. two, we did the two more things, now the last thing. Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. Are we still guessing? Sorry. No. Okay. <laughs> but I do want to just kind of like, did you guys have a top moment, a bottom moment? I feel like we all shared the same worst moment of 2022 together collectively. Mm, shit. Yeah. Um, but do you have a top moment? <laughs> top moment. Personally, sons, what are we talking Both? about? One of each? Whew. I don't know. You, you don't have to get personal. It's top moment. do one or the other. For me, were probably either books. What was it? 49 that he dropped in Denver. <laughs> when mm -hmm. there was a contingent of Suns fans chanting MVP, and that was before the unraveling of the playoffs, obviously. But that was such a cool moment against the eventual MVP. Um, and then also the 58 that he dropped yeah. on the Pelicans, he carried them. And that's kind of been the story of the season so far, is like Booker has to carry this team. He has to be there. Um, so just from a professional standpoint, those were my top moments. From a personal standpoint, I got engaged. So that's Yay. easily my top one. <laughs> Cheater. I know. Daryl so has a very. Easy I have an easy go to. So on on easy. Uh, I think my my top and my best and my worst professional moment was the Kevin Durant saga. I mean, yeah. it was we, fun. We had a whole it, hell of a lot of fun, a, a lot of fun basically making fun of the situation because it dragged on mm -hmm. so long. But it also was crippling when they there was no trade made, and it basically killed anything you were going to try to do in the off season. So I think both, but we had some, some immense fun in that month of, of July when usually, you know, July and August, when usually you'd have nothing to talk it's about. Super dead. We had fun with that. So, uh, uh somebody's hacked Saul Bookman. Right? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, that's that's not, not the real that's Saul, not the Bookman real Saul. Plot, He everybody. says, my top moment is getting to work with you for every day. That's <laughs> not... Somebody texted, see if somebody stole Saul's, Saul's phone there. Uh, uh, my top moment was learning that I officially have a stool, y'all. <laughs> Look at this. I got a stool. What Thank the, you, Saul. What were the words that she and used? Espo, I need a place to put my tootsies. I need a place to put my tootsies, and now I got a place for it. That's my top moment of 2022. Lindsay is an 80-year-old woman, everyone. I am. <laughs> uh, one of my top moments was welcoming oh. Emma to the to the PHNX Suns family too. Mm. Uh, she Aww, finally Emma. she finally got tall enough to to join the <laughs> ride, and uh, and she's here now, and it's okay. nice to. Have okay, her. that was very nice, but the ending <laughs> it just ruined it. <laughs> I haven't grown. I'm 21. I can't grow yes, anymore. You can. Emma, no, you can't. As tall as I'm you emotionally, you grew. That's what I oh. meant. Emotionally, you've grown. Well, yeah. You're, you're, well, yeah. you're strong <laughs> enough to join here. It was all Saul on the footstool, but I'll take whatever credit you want to give as well. Saul, it's a pleasure working with you, especially on nights like tonight. Yes. Oh, wow. Saul said it was <laughs> not here. I was agreeing with you, and then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Saul said it was all him as far as the stool goes. It was. He takes 100% of the credit for the it stool. It was. Mm -hmm. Okay. I get it. Uh, Mannery <laughs> said, Lindsay, are you four foot five? No, I'm like five foot five, mostly. Um, but these chairs mostly. are really deep. Tell him. <laughs> these chairs are really deep. So my feet don't touch the ground. Mm. It's, it is what it is. <laughs> okay. Anything else before we say goodbye until we see everybody on Monday in the new year? Yeah. One other thing. 
we got new ownership, something mm. that people had really been pounding the table for for years. Uh, a lot of closure for a lot of people. I think that is is a huge moment. We don't know how it's going to finish up. We don't know what it'll be like, but the fact that that chapter is ending and a new one is beginning, uh, I think is a big deal in 2022 as well. Yeah. And I will say from a personal standpoint, since this is our last show of the year, thank you to everyone who watches our shows, comments, even if we don't agree with your comments, like when people say to bench Mikhail Bridges or some shit. <laughs> We love you guys. We love the interaction. And without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So thank you all for tuning in. Thank you. And I joke about Saul, but I very much appreciate Saul and his efforts. I appreciate you guys and, uh, and yeah, to everybody that watches and, and listens. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Here's to a great 2022 and an even better 2023 coming up uh because you know we're not gonna lose by 50 in a game seven so right because i told everybody in the pregame 2023 <laughs> is the year of like what did i say growth self growth, self -growth. Self -growth. yeah there you self -growth go growth and self-improvement yeah there you go that's what 2023 is all about if you believe in like astrology and numerology and all that stuff i found it on tiktok so just in <laughs> case that, you guys if it's on the internet it's true when right. you're looking for astrology if it's on TikTok. the internet it's true <laughs> It's true. Also, um, to Gerald's point, if the whole like, even though we argue sometimes, I just argue with Gerald today mm -hmm. and I like Gerald. So if it we happens. argue with you, there's a good possibility we really like you. It is, but if we don't argue with you, there's also a really good possibility that we still really like you. I'm just saying, because I don't argue with Espo that often. That's not true. <laughs> we argue sometimes. I argue with everybody on the show. You do. Like once a year. Am I the drama? I think this is the, have I, we argued yet this year? Is this the first time we've argued this year? On the show or off the show? On the show. On the show. Off the show doesn't count. I argue. I think we did like one time and it was because we they did had been argue. gone for a while. Yeah. We did argue. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what it was about, but I feel like it got, oh, it was about DeAndre playing video games. Yeah, That's it, was. What it was about. It was. Yes. It was a good one. Uh, well, yeah, Saul Bookman Lindsay argues with everybody. Yeah. Oh, just you, Saul. Just you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you. We are not going to have a show for you tomorrow or Sunday. But we will be back on Monday, and it's an early one. What time so is that game? So 1 p.m. game. Yeah. yeah, so pregame will be at 5.30 a.m. Uh, <laughs> I won't be there. Um, but uh, Espo and Saul will. have a show. I won't be there either. <laughs> I'm just going to talk to myself for the first four but hours. But what time is the game? Yeah, what it's at 1, it'll so be we have 12.30 pregame. Oh, yeah. it is 1. Lunch mm -hmm. with PH and X Suns on Monday. There you go. How exciting. So you bring the food, we'll bring the fun. Okay, see you guys later. Bye. <laughs> hey, yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. BHNX, though. Lindsay Gerald.